Welcome to Humans of Twitter, a podcast where we discover the stories behind the people behind the Twitter accounts. People that are interesting, opinionated and surprising. I'm your host, Steve Malk, and today I'm speaking with someone who describes themselves as 35 years old, mum of three great kids, twin girls and a boy, love baking and tweet lots of photos of cake, swears a lot, idiot, Instagram, bake pobgy. Humans of Twitter is their stories in their words in a little more than 140 characters. Please welcome today's edition to the Humans of Twitter list, Beck Popji. Hello. Hello. Beck, in social settings, how do you introduce yourself? Well, uh, these days you go by your Twitter handle, don't you? Now that it's Twitter, yeah. that's how you meet everyone. So, yes. yeah. So, uh, I think most people tend to, like, they know that they're catching up with me. If it's not a Twitter person, then, you know, I'll just use my name. Mm-hmm. That's my name. <laughs> have you met Have you met many Twitter people? Oh, yeah, heaps. Yeah. Like, when I've gone to Sydney, they've come down here, kind of like, you know, hey, do you want to catch up? Such as yourself. We've done this before. We have. But not like this, this. <laughs> not this formally. Not this, no. This is weird. Like... Yeah. Well, apart from this situation, what on the ho- what have those interactions been like? Meeting people that you've learned lots about via, you know, 140 character missives, to then see them in real life and have real conversations with them. Well, I think you get to know like you get to know them a bit better. Yeah. Like you know them from Twitter. Some people aren't how they are in real life on Twitter. I'm I don't know. I'm the same. Swear a lot. Talk a lot. You know, me, I'm just me, me. Me is me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I I guess it's kind of weird at first because you're like, you know, hi, like, you know, we've met on Twitter. (laughs) But usually if it's someone that you've been talking to for a long time on Twitter, you kind of just know them already anyway. Yes. So it's just, it's natural. Have there been any surprises in that, in that meeting? No, not really. I guess maybe the biggest one, um, you know, was meeting and being friends with Charlotte Dawson. Mm-hmm. That, you know, was a really big surprise to me because, you know, watching her on television is like, you know, I didn't really like her. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought she wasn't very nice and everything like that, but completely different in real life. Completely yeah. different. How, so, different how? Just, you know, she's just not, she wasn't how she was on TV. Like, that was her persona, I guess. You know, when people do television, stand-up, you know, they've got that persona that they put forth to the, the rest of the world. But when you get them alone, they're just, yeah, completely different. Completely different. So I guess, you know, they do have to set themselves apart from who they are on TV or on stage as opposed to how they are in real life because they're just, you know, they're people as well. So they're just normal and you get the perception of, you know, what you think they're like, but when you meet them, that's totally not how they are. Which I guess, you know, it sets them apart from a lot of people because... I am who I am just all the time. I don't change for yeah. anybody. I guess maybe I don't tell people to fuck off as much as I would like. <laughs> because I like, you know, I try to be nice and polite, you know, where I can. 
Do you feel you need to tell more people to fuck off? Yes. What's that? Like, a lot. <laughs> because, you know, let's face it, some people are really shit and they deserve to be told to fuck off. And they probably don't get told to fuck off a lot. Or maybe they do and they don't really care. I mean, if someone tells me to fuck off, I'd be really offended because, you know, I try not to be mean and nasty and horrible and offensive to people. Yeah. Um, I like to think that I'm, you know, quite not offensive. <laughs> quite not offensive? <laughs> quite not offensive. I guess people, some people find me offensive if they don't like swearing because I swear a lot. Did you see? Did you see that on Twitter? I did it. I did a thing where you got to see uh, how naughty or nice you were for Santa. Really? Yeah. I'm 99% naughty because of all of my swears, <laughs> and I'm getting cold for Christmas. Well, you'll be able to start your own empire. I will. Like, I'm going to be nice and warm. Yeah. Like, screw you, happy kid. You bring good kids. Like all those fuckers who don't swear, they're going to be cold. <laughs> I hope I'm okay to swear, like, because I'm just going to swear, because I swear a lot. It's a bit late for that, but that's I know, it's totally it is a bit late. I know, I'm sorry. You don't can bleep me if you like. No, don't look rubbish. Do you bleep? You um, don't bleep? No, I no. haven't yet. Oh. Well, it's, it's, uh, this is designed to be a conversation where we learn about you, mm-hmm. and if that's what you want to offer up, if that's, you know, you're comfortable in, in saying that sort of stuff. I'm down with that. Well, that's me. And I'm not around my kids, so I can swear a hell of a lot more. If, like, if I, I don't have... swear at home a lot unless yeah. the kids are out of the house. And then it's on for young and old. <laughs> like, I do sense myself around the children, though. I, don't, I hope there are no children around us because we're in a very public place. Too late. <laughs> I know. It's, that boat has sailed, hasn't it? <laughs> what, was, what was school like for you, Beck? Uh, well, I went to this, um, the same primary school Yes. Uh, for my entire schooling, primary schooling life. Um, so, I mean, that was good, I guess. I had, you know, the same friend all the way through. We were in yeah. the same class together. It was a small school. I used to live down um, further on the Mornington Peninsula. Yes. So there was there weren't many people living down there just then. So, yeah, it was normal. I went to school, had friends. I did okay, I guess. Had friends, as did can, okay. As you could do in primary school. It's primary school. It's not that hard. What about when you got to high school? What, was, uh, what changed for you then? High school was a bit different. Um, primary school, my parents split up. Um, my father was very abusive. My mum finally got the courage to ask him to leave. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Um, oh, you know, it is what it is. Everyone's got, you know, bad stuff in their lives. Um, no one is, it is generally what it is. immune. It is what it is. And it is shit. Yeah, it is shit. But, you know, I don't let it affect me. Um, you know, I think that's what's helped to make me strong. And I think that's what I need to be. Yep. Uh, yeah, so prior, uh, high school, I went to a few different high schools. My mum remarried. That didn't work out because he was an alcoholic. My mum does trust is too trusting with people. Um, yeah, so, yeah, she's uh, really bad at picking people. Yeah. Because, you know, they seem like they're good, and then it's like, oh, no, they're a bit shit. So, so I went to a few different high schools, yes. um, which, you know, of course is very disruptive. So, yeah, I didn't do so good in high school. 
um, you know, being chopped and changed around uh-huh. and different schools having different you know, subjects and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, all the things that change high school to high yeah, school. Yeah, so it, it wasn't consistent. So, you know, I kind of dropped the ball a bit there, which, you know, I wish I hadn't. And I know my mum has regrets, but, you know, it is what it is, <laughs> again. And that's, you know, that was just, you know, life at the time. She did what she thought was best. It wasn't so good. And here we are. Hindsight's always good, isn't it? Like, you can yeah. look back and go, oh, well, that was really shit. I was really stupid. I shouldn't have done that. But, you know, you do what you think is best at the time. <laughs> Are you doing what Beck of Year 11 thought you would be doing now? Well, I, I always wanted to be a mum. Yep. Like, I always thought, you know, that would be a Convenient, good thing. Convenient, because I would you fit the it. gender profile. I know, right? So, I, at least I had that going for me. <laughs> So, but I don't know, I don't think I had any real solid aspirations. I think I just always felt a bit lost. Yep. I guess because I never had that consistency. And I don't know, I still feel a bit lost. <laughs> like, I've got the mum part down, like, yeah. you know, but as to what else, I don't know. So, yeah, I guess. I don't know, maybe I'm not, but then I don't remember what I thought I would be doing anyway. I didn't have high aspirations for myself. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, I didn't have high aspirations, but I've always wanted to be a mum. I, I, yeah. Like, my interpretation of that... I guess that's a high aspiration because, yeah. you know, that's tough shit. Hell yes, it is. It is tough shit to be a mum. Like, it's 24-7, man. 24-7. Yeah. Like, those little suckers go to bed. They can be up again in, like, ten minutes. No. Uh, Mum! Shut up. I hate that word. Mum! Like, if I could ban that word or, like, give some kind of electric shock every time they said that word so they would stop saying that word, it would be really great. Because, you know, someone says mum. Yes. When you're out in public, like, you turn around. Like, even if you know that your kids aren't with you. Yes. You hear a kid go, Mum! And you're like... Yeah, what, what? Is that... like, oh, no, hang on, it's not me. <laughs> like, my kids are at home. Like, you hope they're at home. Like, you hope you just haven't forgot that you brought them with you. What are you doing here? You brought us to the shops. What? Uh, what? Yeah, I've never forgotten them. I've never, yeah. you know, been at the shops and they've gone off and then I've just, you know, left and, ah, uh, I left the kids at the shops. No, I've never done that. I'm not neglectful. <laughs> that's well, That's very important. So I Some guess parents are. They are. So I guess, you know, I've got... I'm, I'm doing a solid job, I think. Fingers crossed. Do you find that being a mum colours or changes the way that you interact with other adults? No. Well, I swear more around them, as we've already discussed. <laughs> But I guess that allows me to... Be, I, like, I don't have to censor myself then. Yeah. Like, I can just talk about whatever. And, you know, I don't have to worry about kids listening and things like that. So, but I don't know. I, I tend to treat people just the same as I would any time. Yeah. But, you know, just a little more clean. <laughs> what, what challenges you? Ooh, 
this is getting deep. We're digging in. <laughs> We're digging in. Um, that's a really good question. I've never been asked that question before, and I'm not really sure how to answer it. Um, uh, I don't know. I think there are challenges all over the place, aren't there? I don't think I have any specific challenges yeah. per se. Um, I know. I just. I guess maybe just not knowing where I'm headed. And I find that frustrating because I like to know what I'm doing, where I'm going. Sure. Um, so I, I find that frustrating sometimes. So I guess maybe that's a bit of a challenge. Um, you know, I think of ideas to go forward, but then it's like, oh, no, that's too hard. So I put it in the too hard basket over yep. there because... You know, my brain just can't wrap around the idea of actually doing it. So, yeah, I guess fear of failure, like giving it a go and not being able to do it. Yeah. When I should probably just, you know, just fucking do it. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, I don't know. It's scary, though. Absolutely. It's scary to put yourself out there. I like This is putting myself out there, and I was really nervous. Do it like when you asked me to do this. I'm like, really? Like, really? Yes, really? Yeah. Like, why? You're an, you're an interesting <laughs> and important person. See, I find that really bizarre. Like, I think I am the most boring person in the world. Like, I hope this isn't your like least downloaded podcast, oh. <laughs> listened to podcast Rubbish. in history. Can we make a bet? Like, if if I bet you five dollars, yeah. Or, you know, a batch of cupcakes. No, see, that's, that this will be your, your least listened that's to. That's such a loaded... Because I, I will tell you that it is the least downloaded <laughs> podcast to get a batch of your cupcakes. <laughs> or, have, I, have, have I got that the you, wrong way you're around? You're cheating. Have I got that the wrong way around? If it isn't... No, you would tell me like it was the most. And yeah, I'd be like, I, yeah, I man, now I've got to make some Already, already cupcakes. it is down, the, downloaded the most <laughs> and we haven't even finished recording it. See, is, uh, can I check on that? Like, am I... Is there... Like a number that no, I can look No, there's no public availability of... So you can cheat me. Um, I could. Mm-hmm. And for your cupcakes, I would cheat you anyway. Oh, so that's really nice of you to say. That would happen Excuse anyway. me, we're eating now. That's all right. It's part of the colour. Mm. Um, I, I, if I may, would disagree with you mm-hmm. that you're the most boring person in the world. Really? I could think of at least four people that don't think that who three of which depend on you on a daily basis. Now, they may say, Mum, you're boring <laughs> because, you know, of their kids and that's just the relationship yeah. at that point. because I yell at them. So it's like, ugh, Mum. Yeah, but She's that, so crap. that's part for the course, right? Kids are like that. They don't really appreciate their parents until they're... They've got Older. a bit of yeah, perspective yeah. And, and that See, kind of See, I love my mum and I think my mum's the best mum ever. Yeah. But, I mean, my kids say that I'm the best mum ever, but that's usually because I've just done something for them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, given them a present or, you know, baked them a cake or made their favourite dinner or something. It's like, oh, yep. you're the best mum ever. It's like, come back to me when you really mean it. Like, yeah. when you're a grown-up and you can go, wow, mum did all this amazing stuff. And, you know, she didn't really want anything from us. And like, fuck yeah, she's amazing. Yep. Like, yeah, she really is the best mum ever. 
I, I, well, I'll throw a bet at you. I reckon if I mm-hmm. was to sit down with your kids mm-hmm. and just have a little conversation with them mm-hmm. about a range of different things, including mum, I think we would get through some of the mum's great because she bakes us cakes and those sort of things. And I think you would probably find that they would th- they would tell you that my mum's amazing because she, you know, she's always there picking us up from school or she's always doing the things or, you know, she's always gives us good cuddles. And it's those kind of intangibles mm-hmm. that we can often overlook, don't you think? As parents, it's easy yeah. for us to miss those kinds. We seem to oh, yeah. think our kids are kids are kids and they're blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, they're a pain in the arse. Cut down. <laughs> they really do love us and appreciate us. Ah. They just haven't worked out the how to show it bit. Yeah, I think you're time. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, say it like that, yeah. I agree. What was it like? And, and I'm happy for you to, to not talk about this if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like um, given that you built a, a wonderful relationship with Charlotte, mm-hmm. um, to then find out that morning that mm-hmm. she passed away. Oh, it's making me get a tear up a little I'm bit sorry. already. No, 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 it's fine. Um, you know, it's not... I've not really delved into, you know, the relationship that we had. Like, I, I don't feel that it's anyone else's business and no one's asked about it. Yeah. But, you know, she was... Our friend, yeah, and she was my friend, and we met a few times. We had dinner and lunch, yep. and you know, we went out to her house and for a New Year's Eve party, and you know, all that kind of stuff. And you did all the good friend things, yeah, which was hard. And I just wish, you know, that we lived closer together so we could have yep. spent more time. But you know, we used to have texts and things like that, and. You know, I'd just say, you know, I love you, you know, or I yeah. would be at a storm game and play in the Rabbitohs and I'd be like, ah, we're going to win, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so finding that out, like on the news, on the, it was on Twitter actually, yeah, like yeah. where everyone gets their news these yeah, yeah. days. That's right. Um, and I think it was, it was you that tweeted and I'm like, what? And yeah, like. Oh no. When I read about it, like, I just felt sick. Yeah. Like, I nearly threw up. Like, I just could not believe it. Like, it was... Yeah. I've never had a close friend die before. Yeah. Like, I mean, she wasn't uber, like, we weren't besties or anything like that. But, you know, she called me in tough times and was there for me and, um, you know, moments that I've struggled yep. and needed people, you know, and she called me and she's like, oh, you know, are you all right? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm like, thank you for calling. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it was heartbreaking. It literally, not literally, figuratively, I guess, yes. broke my heart. Yeah. And not a day goes by that I don't think about her. Um... You know, the kids loved her, and when they, oh, I had to tell yeah. them that she had died, they were upset. Um, Jonah cried. <laughs> I cried. Yeah. The girls didn't, you know, nothing phases the girls too much, I guess because they're just a little bit still too little. Yep. Um, yeah, it was, it was rough. And, you know, I'd send her text messages the weekend before, saying yeah. love you and, you know, all my little emojis that I would send her and, you know, I just 
wish I'd sent it maybe that weekend and maybe that might have made a difference. Probably not. Yeah. I just wish that I had have known and could have done more. And I'm sure everyone that loved her and everyone that was friends with her feels the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Beck, for sure. I know that, that it's a very precious memory. Yeah. My... <clears throat> she was kind and she yeah. didn't deserve the treatment that she got. Yeah. It was really, really unwarranted. And, you know, if you needed the shirt off her back, she would have given it to you. Yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And I just, you know, will always have this memory of, you know, her with her arms around me and said, I love you, Beck. And I knew that she meant it. Yeah. Which seems like a really, really weird thing to, to say because, you know, she was Charlotte Dawson. <laughs> Like, never in a million years would I have ever thought I would have any kind of relationship with her. <laughs> like, that was totally bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we just we became friends because Ben tweeted to her or something, and then I yep. involved myself in the conversation, as you do on Twitter, <laughs> because it's just yep. a big eavesdrop, you know, yep. budding, ski it place. And, yeah, we just went from there. Yep. So, yeah, that was... That was really hard and shitty and, yeah, I wish she was still here. Yes. What makes you smile, Beck? My kids. Mm-hmm. We are, you know, as a family, um, as a family we have lots of fun together. Like, we mm-hmm. like to, you know, joke and, you know, be silly and... Yep. All that kind of stuff. So we actually we we had a sleepover in our room the other night. All the kids in sleeping bags on the floor. Yes. And just you know they say stupid things that don't make sense, and it's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And the girls, you know, they like to tell joke knock knock, knock jokes, and they can't. Yeah. So it's usually just knock knock, who's there, bum bum who bum bum and then they just laugh and laugh and laugh (laughs) and it is so stupid it sounds like my knock knock jokes now yeah but it is so funny Mm. and you just can't help but laugh and smile and yeah and I guess you know just being with friends and you know funny stuff like Ben makes me laugh even though he annoys me a lot when we're watching TV yes I'm saying this (laughs) because he tries to make jokes and I'm trying to watch something and he says that I've got my laugh which means I'm laughing but I really just want him to shut up I'm placating you with a laugh yeah and in the hopes that you know he will shut up so I can keep watching TV You know, just normal things, like nice things and, you know, normal things. Like, I'm a normal person. <laughs> really? <laughs> you're looking weirdly at me. Am I not normal? You're very normal, Beck. But what Am is normal? Am I t- too normal? Isn't it? Normal is such a relative thing. That's true. Like, our normality 
is different to the normality of the people at the next table to the you know the group of girls that are just leaving. It's That's all true. I'm sure they're listening to us and they think that we're really, really weird and wondering what the hell we're doing. Well, like we talked about through the Looking Glass here, people, just before the podcast started, who lines up to go into a shop? Mm. So that's, that's not, not normal. normal. No. Yet for those people, it's normal. Totally normal. Yeah, but it's really fucking crazy. Like, no one lines up to come. I hope none. Shop. I hope none of my friends are lining up for stuff because if they're listening to this, they're going to find it really offensive. <laughs> and then I have gone back on my word and thinking that I'm not offensive and I've just been offensive. I'm sorry. People will find <laughs> offence in the weirdest things. That's true. I'm sure people just find me offensive just being. <laughs> because, yes. you know, there are those people out there. Yeah, I've, I've managed to mute most of them. Mm-hmm. I'm working my way through them. I love muting or, and blocking. I really wish that you could do that in real life. Like, that would be so awesome. <laughs> just mute and block people. Yeah. Like, no, I'm done here. Like, you've really pissed me off. Just fuck off. <laughs> that, imagine that. A major, massive way to tell someone to fuck off. Do you think, though, that we would have some of the vitriol and the interactions that we have with people if it had to be face-to-face? No. Ah, no, 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 no. Not unless they, you know, everyone's walking around with a bag on their head. <laughs> why, why does the internet strip away civility so much? I don't know. Like, I mean, it, it allows you to be as anonymous as you want. Sure. And you can... You know, maybe say the things that you want to say mm-hmm. without repercussion, mm-hmm. which is really shitty. Like, that's a really shitty thing to do. Like, mm. I think lots of stuff about lots of people all of the time. And it's like, I would not go up to their face and say, you know, fuck you, you're ugly, you're an asshole, or, you know, whatever people say to other people. Yeah. To be just nasty and hideous and you know that's that's what the internet sadly allows to happen fuck the internet I say yeah but it's really useful I know know. it's my job I can't we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have the internet like I would not know who you were and you would not know oh, who look, I was. I like to think that you would, but that's truth. You wouldn't at all. <laughs> You're not that famous. <laughs> I'm, barely, I'm barely internet famous, Beck. <laughs> You're more internet famous than me and lots of other people. So see, I, like, I, I'm not internet famous at all. Rubbish. Have you seen some of the love that you get for the cakes and stuff that you put on pictures on, on the internet? Yeah. The amount of people that you have um, encouraged or, or just made their day a little bit better... By sending them a box of cupcakes or a baked thing. Like, I, I, I was talking to someone just the other day, and out of the blue, I think we, I mentioned your name that I was catching up with you, and they said, oh, yeah, no, she sent me some cupcakes. When? <laughs> and it was really good, and they were really good. I said, yeah, they're really good. Um, See, that's really nice. Yeah. And if, you know, that's... I mean, I always talk about being nice, but... And... Sometimes being nice brings you nothing, but, you know, I think that's nice. Like, you shouldn't want something from being nice to somebody other than it makes them happy and makes them feel nice. Being nice is costly. Like, it costs effort. It costs energy. In, in, you know, in, in the instances of you being nice in, in what we just talked about, it's cost you postage, time, ingredients. Oh. 
Ah, yeah. Well, in you know, in that respect, yes. But you know, so what? Like, if it is enough to make someone smile, or you know, make some part of their life that's a bit shitty a little less shitty, then why not? And I don't understand why more people don't uh, you don't have to buy anyone anything or give anyone anything even if you just you know say something nice to them that doesn't cost anything yep like that's not an effort like that's all negative monetary value but it brings so much back to you yes it does Absolutely. And it gives a lot to that person. What's the hardest truth you've had to deliver? Hmm. I don't know. The hardest truth... I don't think I've had to deliver many truths. Unless yeah. it's telling someone they're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty easy. I was going to say, which isn't very hard. <laughs> no, that's not hard. Unless, you know, they don't, they've never been told that before. I, I don't think I'm a deliverer of hard truths. You haven't had to say to your mum before, mum, I think you trust people a little bit too much, have a look at your relationships, that kind of thing, or you haven't had to... No, I've had to do that, and that wasn't hard, because she knows it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You haven't had a friend that you've needed to square up and sit down with some coffee and say, look, we need to talk about this thing that you said to me, even if it's not a truth that is global, it might just be this thing you said hurt me a lot. No, I don't do that. I just go, eh, whatever, and just let it go. I don't like, I don't enjoy confrontation, like something that could end in a confrontation. Yes. I tend to just, you know, let things slide, (laughs) which probably isn't good because it lets people get away with being a little bit shitty, but I don't know. I would rather just not and just hope that eventually things will be okay or otherwise I'll just stop being their friend, (laughs) never talk to them ever again. (laughs) do you have um, a significant Valentine's Day memory good or bad Valentine's Day no (laughs) not even a good one but we don't we don't really do anything special like it's just how you doing yeah. Roll over. Like, love you. Like, I don't know. We don't make a big deal out of it. And, like, I don't know if you know this, but I ben, Ben's been my only ever person. Really? I've never had a boyfriend before Ben. Wow. So. That's awesome. How long have you guys been together? Well, we've been married for 16 years. And we didn't know each other very long before that. 
Who were? Yes, yeah, so we met on the inter- We met in Yahoo chat. You know on the, the old, internet. You know, you know the old ASL yeah, yeah, by yeah. age, sex, location. Yep. You know all that kind of bizzo. Yeah, like way back. It, we probably would have met 1998. I was at TAFE. He was at uni. Mm-hmm. He. Um, yeah, it probably wasn't supposed to be on the computer, and neither was I. So we, I was, do, I was studying um, office work. Yes. To be a receptionist. To sell stationery. Yes, office. You work. know, yeah, yeah. So you know, the teacher would go around the room, and you'd have your little chat window up, and you know, you'd see her coming back around, and you'd you know put it down the bottom and go back to your work. Nice. So, yeah, here I was, you know, chatting when I wasn't supposed to be. Um, I don't think he was supposed to be either. And, you know, we just did, you know, the ASL, who wants to chat? Um, And he popped up. So we started chatting and, you know, kept chatting. And then we met. And then we probably, we would have met first in 1999. So he came down to visit me in February. I went up in April. Down from Sydney. Oh, he Ben's a Sydney, Sydney boy. He's a Sydney boy. Right. Yeah. And you're down Mornington Peninsula still. Uh, I was living in Langwarren at the time, which okay. is up further on the peninsula. As far as I'm concerned, further could be from in the peninsula. That's yeah, yeah. You've got no idea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no, I'd moved by then. So yeah, he. Yeah, I went up, and yeah. after he came down and he went home, he's like, oh, do you want to be my girlfriend? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then, you know, I went up to visit in April, and he came down, like, June, proposed. <laughs> so it was all really quick. I said yes, and... Yeah, he came down to live in October, and we yes. got married in November. Wow! And that, yeah, sixteen years ago. What was that first that first meeting in real life like? Well, we'd spent so much time talking on the phone, like because yeah. we used to every Friday night from like seven thirty till midnight. Yes. we used to talk. Yep. And we'd still talk, you know, on the internet. As well. Mm-hmm. So we've done lots of talking and everything. So, yeah, it was just like, oh, yeah, you're the same, you're the same, you know. Yeah. You're the same, you're the same. Good, that's very romantic. I know, right? <laughs> We're not good at being romantic. He's probably more romantic than I am. Because he's a writer, I'm not. So he's able to be more poetic than I am. Every relationship needs a pragmatist, though, don't they? Yeah. What are you going to achieve in the next 12 months? Oh, well, I hope to still be alive. And that would be a good achievement, I guess. Very positive. That's a positive achievement. Um... I've ooh, I've got some cakes to bake already. So I've got a couple of orders in. Um, we're going on a holiday. All right. First in like forever. Yeah. Like our first. Actually, it'll be our first full-on proper holiday. Yes. With the kids. 
nice. Which will be awesome. We're, yeah. go, we're, we're going on a 12-day cruise. Excellent. To the South Pacific. That and is I am awesome. so fucking excited. See you, kids. Like, I can't even tell. No, they're coming. No, 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 no. But get on the boat. Oh, yeah. And There's then, your room. yeah. See you, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, you know, kids' club's there. Food's there. See you later. So, yeah, I am just counting down the days. Like, literally counting down the days. There's 111 days to go. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm counting this shit down day by day. Yeah. Because, yeah, so excited. As it should be. Yeah. Cruising's come very back into vogue, hasn't it? It has. And, like, why not? Like, it is... I mean, it's not cheap, but it, it is. Like, everything's fucking included. Like, all of your food, your accommodation, your travel, it's just all Yeah, yeah get the right tickets and it's all covered, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Super excited. Excellent. Yeah. Well, that should be pretty cool. Yeah. So that's probably our biggest achievement. Have you been to South Pacific before anywhere around there? No, never. Excellent. So, yeah. So you'll come back with braids. Well, <laughs> I don't want them. But <laughs> Layla wants them. She's already one. she's yeah. already sussed this shit out. Nice. Some we someone went we know that went to Fiji, which is where one of our cruise ports is. Yes. Um, and, yeah, she came back with braids and, she, and, oh, my God, I have to get those when we're there. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> we'll find somewhere, I guess, if you have to. Like, okay. So, yeah, no, this is our first time. We've done very little travelling. Yes. Because, you know, when we first met, Ben and I first met, like, we got married when I was 19 and he was 20. Yes. So we were just babies, basically. Yeah. And, you know, poor students together. Yes, oh, all that, yeah. And all that kind of jazz. So, yeah, it wasn't until um, that we got further along and, you know, Ben went on his first game show yeah. and won some money that we went on our first overseas trip. Yep. Which was awesome. We've been to Italy and to Switzerland. Nice. Which was really awesome. Yeah. But I was I was just recently pregnant with Jonah. So I was like four weeks pregnant oh. and it was not good. <laughs> like I was walking past a bin in Venice, three o'clock in the morning to catch our train to Switzerland and I'm just gagging in the street. Like it was not pretty and I would not yet yeah, yeah. Would not recommend. Like, if you get pregnant, do not then go overseas because it will make it very shit. Not very shit. It was awesome. Like, it yeah. was good and I enjoyed it, but I spent lots of time crying and feeling sick because <laughs> I wanted to come home. <laughs> and I really wanted a Vegemite sandwich. Yeah. Like, you cannot get that shit there. And we went one night because I wanted Chinese. Uh, here I am in Italy yeah. and I want Chinese food. Of course you do. Like, you know, like, please, like, I really want to eat this. Yeah. So we went on the hunt in Florence <laughs> for, for a Chinese restaurant. And um, yeah, we found one. Mm -hmm. We were the only Caucasian people in there. Well, that's a good sign. And, yeah, people kept looking at us like, you know, we were freaks. Because, yeah, I guess we were. Like, we were in Italy and we were eating Chinese food. Like, you know, calm the fuck on. Like, you don't go there for that. <laughs> 
but you know, that's what you know, that's what pregnant me wanted, and I had to have it. Save your life advice for a big podgy. Yes. Don't mess with a pregnant woman. Do not. Like, you give her whatever she she wants. Like, if she wants ice cream at four o'clock in the morning, you get your ass out of bed and you go and get her some fucking ice cream. Like, you just do it. Like, you don't ask questions. <laughs> you just get that shit done. Yeah, the only question is which flavour, darling. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Beck. Thank you so much for your time. And, and, and it's been lovely to sit down with you and have a chat. Please please know that you're highly valued and the stuff that you shared today is very special. Thank oh, you. Thank you. I hope so. I hope Definitely. it hasn't been, you know, just waffly, boring shit. Well, it's been that too, but thanks nonetheless. <laughs> you're welcome. Beck, given uh, very clearly you're on Twitter, mm-hmm. are there any other social accounts you'd like to own up to? Well, I have my Instagram. I have two Instagrams. Mm-hmm. One is just boring, like just my normal account, and my other one's my baking one, which it would be really good if people would look at, because I, you know, work really hard. Yes. And I, yeah, I haven't had, you know, to toot my own horn here, toot toot. Um, I haven't had any lessons. Like I work Mm. this shit out all by myself. So, you know, it's, I, it's. It's nice to know that people are going and looking and, you know, giving a little like here and there makes, you know, that makes me smile because, you know, it's like, oh, people like what I do. Yes, they do. And it's it's really competitive. Like, you see lots of other people, you know, there's thousands of cakes on Instagram and thousands of different accounts of people doing cakes and everything, which, you know, I'm kind of like, why do I bother? Like, why do I keep doing this? Do you have fun doing it? <laughs> I do. I like it. That's like, your answer. Yeah, it's, it's my, it allows me to be creative. It's the yep. only way I know how to be creative. I'm not creative in any other way. Yep. So it allows me to be creative and, you know, it makes me think about other things. It gets my mind maybe off something that's happening that's not very good. Yep. And I can think, well, you know, oh, I've got to do this and, you know... Yep. But, you know, it also has its negatives because when I'm trying to sleep, I've got, you know, cake ideas going around around, around in my head until I've done that cake. So, you know, it can be a little bit disruptive because my brain won't stop. Yeah. But, yeah, so... But, no, I don't... I know, I I stick mainly on Twitter. Yep. I mean, I have Facebook, like most people have Facebook. But, you know, that's just, you know, family and friends and everything, but... Yeah, no, I don't really have anything else. This has been Humans of Twitter, and I can confirm that at Bet is indeed...